You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is the Great Pets Radio Show with professional dog trainer Brian Kilcommons and Dr. Jim McKiernan of the Great Bay Animal Hospital. The Great Pets Radio Show. Now, here's Brian and Dr. Jim. Good morning. Welcome to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan, and it is a beautiful Sunday. And I mean beautiful Sunday here in New Hampshire. We are live, as I like to say. The number is 1-888-441-9876. We would love your calls this morning. Uh, the first caller, we usually give away a lunch during the week to the Weathervane restaurant in Dover, New Hampshire. So you can collect that here at the station. Uh, my co-host, Brian Kilcommons, is on assignment. Actually, hes I just got a call from him. He is in the Seattle airport, and he just ran into somebody from the seacoast. It's, it's way too small of a world. But Brian will be calling in to check in. He's doing some really fun stuff up in Canada where he's training uh, a number of people. I love to say, I used to say dogs, but now he trains people to train their dogs, and uh, he'll be checking in. And so join me, uh, joining me today is uh, Ann Nichols. Ann is uh, owner of, the, of a business called Canine Chaos, which you may hear us advertise on, a, on during the show. There are some people who, the longer I do this in, in the veterinary industry, who I say get it. Like, these people get it. In other words, they're in it for the right reasons. They love the dogs, and Ann is one of those people. So good morning, Ann. Good morning. Yeah. Um, we, Canine Chaos has been around, what, nine? How long have you been open now? Six years. Six years. Yeah, in January, six years. And I just asked you, and, and not only, you know, people have heard your commercials, but not only do you do boarding, what, do you do boarding? No. What do you do? Daycare, f- uh, full for service grooming, self-service dog wash, and we have a full retail store. Um, and, and, and you're doing well. Great, yeah. yeah. Very busy. Which is terrific. Um, one of the things that we're going to talk to about, Ann knows dogs. Ann knows, you know, some of the interactions. She does doggy daycare, right? Your doggy daycare is almost full all the time, right? Yeah, it's yeah. full now pretty much four days a week. We still have some spots open on Monday. It's a great thing. But, I, but here's my take on it, Ann. I, I think, especially like today, that there are dogs that you could drop off, have them run outside, get all tired, and pick them up. But is doggy daycare for every dog? No. Absolutely not. I mean, do you ever look at them and say, you know what, you're not a candidate for our our place? Right. Um, It's not for every dog. It's also not for every person, truthfully, too. Some people don't actually enjoy their dog to be that tired at the end of the day. Um, Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wait a minute. I've had that. We've actually had that. Oh. Um, come back. <laughs> oh, I, I am such the opposite of that one. I, I mean, know. A, a, you know, a tired, Brian likes to say a tired puppy is a good puppy. But yeah. listen, if you can get home at the end of the day, we have, we have a dog that comes to my clinic almost every day. And it's, it's my associate's dog. And it's a really nice, relaxed dog. But, you know, his name is Bodie. And we, we, <laughs> we, we, after a while, we call him Bodie because he just seems so bored. But you know what it is, Ian? And I just found this out after a long period of time that they run him. So every morning, someone in that family gets up, and they go for a run, and they take Bodie with them. Yeah. So he comes in, and he's like, hey, I just went for a six-mile run. Yeah. He's sacked out. He's comfortable. He just lays there. It's so much better. Dogs are so bored today. Really. You know, just sitting around the house, not maybe not getting as many walks as they need. People have to work, and it's just 
dogs get bored. Yeah, but who wouldn't want a dog to be a little bit tired at the end of the day? Because you come home from work. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. But, I mean, you come home from work. You got to, you know, you want to kick back. You want to have a little dinner, whatever you do. And do you want a dog to be looking at you going, all right, all right, right. all right, you're home. Let's go. Let's go. Get the ball. Get the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Am I missing something on that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it confuses me every time, but it's fine. Is it the little dog owners or is it, or is it Some, the all breeders? It's you know we we notice the tiredness the most in the puppies, so we do add extra breaks for the real young puppies, the eight, nine, ten week old puppies. It's too long of a day for them. They need their little naps, you know. Yeah, but you do, and that's one of the things that you guys do. And we you know we talk about this a lot, but not a lot of places do it. And that that you will separate. You're just not going to take any dog that shows up and, and put them all together in this big group and say, all right, kids. <laughs> Fend for yourself. Fend for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> because, and that's one of the, and that's not a criticism of what you offer, but that is one of the things that doggy daycare can do. If, if Two things. If it's left unsupervised, and I want to talk a little bit about some of the people that work for you, but if you don't have good people who understand dog behavior, in other words, if you're going to get a dog that's going to start acting aggressive, how do you know? Right. right, you have I mean, to the, watch all the signs. Gotta, the other day, I was walking down the road with someone, and another dog approached, and the and the the other dog became completely stiff. Uh, right. Yeah. So it's like so I'm looking at it, and all of a sudden I see the little the hair start to stand up, something we call piloerection for the hair, and I'm like, the, okay, let's move it along now. Yeah. And the person I was with said, why did why did why did you do that? And I yeah. said because you know, <laughs> it's interesting how owners don't. Like they just, not that they don't acknowledge, but they just don't know the signs. Sure, because they don't, like you and I, they, we don't spend, they don't spend our whole day with dogs. Right. We do. Yeah. We watch them all day. You know, we know the behaviors. But it, it's almost like lifeguarding where, you know, you don't want to be dragging them in from the ocean when they're already <laughs> they're drowning. Right. You, you want to see the first signs. Okay, we're flailing a little bit. Let's go out and get them. Yeah, that's an excellent. I like that. Yeah, catch, I, you got to catch it early. Yeah. So, I, you know, I just said, move it. Let's go. Keep walking. Why? Uh-uh. Yeah, I say that to my staff. You know, you're you're not out there to suntan or talk on the phone or read a book. You're actually working the whole time. If you have a dog that's in trouble, maybe getting picked on, maybe showing some of the signs that you're you're talking about, you need to keep you're working with that dog all day. Right. So yeah, you do have other dogs in your group, but you have to focus on what's happening with those ten dogs. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have a problem. Yeah, and you know what? Problems can lead. But I want to talk a little bit about the process of what people, if they want to get into it, and maybe who wouldn't be a good candidate. So for those people sitting at home, they could say, you know what? I'm not going to do it. But you're listening to Great Pets Radio. A number this morning is 1-888-441-9876. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan with Ann Nichols from Canine Chaos in Newington, and we'll be back after this break. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. 
get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Silvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the United States and throughout the world. In fact, fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses. In Aquarium Mania, we'll learn more about the secret and not-so-secret life of fish and other inhabitants, the basics of good aquarium keeping, the complexities of the aquarium industry, and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby. I'm your host, Roy Anong, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Aquarium Mania. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKernan with Ann Nichols from Canine Chaos in Newington, New Hampshire. And we're talking a little bit about, uh, well, we're talking a little about everything. But we're talking about uh, picking the right dogs, if your dog's a candidate for daycare. Because I know that some dogs, my dog is. Yeah? Oh, my gosh, yeah. She's crazy? Uh, no, I'm not crazy, but she, <laughs> she loves other dogs. Yeah. And, she, and the, she loves to exercise. And when she does do daycare, it's all about the ball. Uh-huh. Hey, we have Brian on hold. Brian Kilcommons. Brian! Oh, we lost him. Brian, you're with us. Nope. Well, if we get him back, let me know. But uh, she loves it. So what dogs wouldn't be candidates? If somebody's sitting on their couch right now listening, so they say, well, maybe we should bring Rover in for a day, a week, or something. So a dog that is not necessarily... Um, good with other dogs. A lot of people know that right off the bat. They may have gone to a dog park, um, or they may have friends come over with their dogs. Um, dogs that are um, that don't appreciate bad behavior, I guess is another way to say it. So labs and things like that play in such a way that not all dogs appreciate that style of play, right? So can you, but I guess two questions I have on that. Okay. One is, can you train is it your job to... Tra- will you just say, you know what, not a good candidate? Or will you say, you know what, maybe a good candidate will train it to get along with others? Or is that beyond um, your scope of expertise? I try not to do too much training. Um, oh, wait a minute. I think we got to train him back. Oh. Brian, you with us? I'm back. Hey. Hey, Brian. Brian, hey, good morning. Anne, how are you? Good, thank you. Good. So I'm just getting on a plane from Seattle. Um, been up in Kelowna doing some teaching and lecturing, and it's been a blast. Kelowna, Canada. Kelowna, Canada. Brian, for those of us who have not frequented Kelowna, Canada, to tell us a little bit about where that place is. It's about an hour's north uh, from Seattle. Okay. It's one of the prettiest places in Canada. It was just great. I'm going to be throwing some pictures up on our new website um, so people can take a look. But uh, we'll catch up. But, you know, I'm glad I'm coming back. And uh, next week we have Rescue Inc. on. We do have Rescue really Inc. Yeah, we have a uh, Rescue. We're going to talk about that. And, and I think they're going to be excited to talk to you. Did you know, um, do you know they recommend your book? Yes. Yeah. Which, which is very nice. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot going on with Cochico Valley, so we're going to have some interesting conversations about what's going on at the Cochico Valley Humane Society next week. Well, listen, buddy, travel safe. Thanks for checking in with us, and uh, we'll, we, the seat's here for you when you get back. I'm Looking keeping it warm, Brian. 
Yeah. Hey, Ann. Be well. Have a great Sunday. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Kelowna, Canada. I don't know. How, you know what happens is, Ann, they find they find him. Mm. You he's know? great. Well, the people just find him. And then, you know, whether it's, you know, he's... Somebody from Alpo asked him to be a judge for some kind of contest. And, you know, he was down at the Animal Rescue League in Boston trying to work with them. And uh, it's, it's always exciting to, you know, just to hear his, his travels. Yeah. So anyways... Um, hey, getting back to what we were talking about, um, I, I have a feeling I know what you're going to ask me. And one of the things that I'm doing actually this week is we have a number of terriers that come to the daycare. Jack Russell Terriers... Uh, Welsh Terriers, and if you you know Terriers, they're tricky, right? Because they're very, you know, crazed, mm -hmm. and they they play in a different way, and they're intense. So this week we're gonna do a Jack Pack. I'm gonna call it. So we're actually gonna subdivide some some of the Terriers out of the general you know population and put them together. Um, and I because of the way the facility is set up, we H have you done this before? Not with Jacks. Um, so when you say a Jack Terriers. Pack, only Jack Russells, or are you going to... No, we're going to mix it up. You know, some of the, we have some of the dogs that, you know, they're sort of, we call them their best friends, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Talk, but, about, talk about the not needing caffeine. Yeah, but they're tricky because they're small dogs, you know, but they don't fit with the small group because their play style is so over the top. And then it's almost a little over, too over the top for the larger dogs. So it's almost like we have to have that mid-sized group. With a similar play style, and we're gonna see how it goes. We've done that with German well, shepherds let, and herders let's, before. Let's, well, great. great let's describe, you know, describe to me the way why they're over the top. What do they do? They are. They're nonstop. They're okay. Let they, me tell you what I know. Okay. I mean, what I know is like, for instance, what I've seen is the lab going to the herding breed, the shepherd, getting right in their social space because shepherds have a social space. Right. Saying, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to play. Let's go. And the shepherd's like, whoa, you got to back up. Back off. You're a little too close to me. And the labs have, you can get right in the lab's face and like, hey, you know, they're just labs. Yeah. But how about terriers? Terriers don't give up. There is never a break in the action. <laughs> ever. <laughs> right? So a lab might... It's the same thing right on... You know, right in their face, right in their face, right in their face. But it is constant. The full six hours that they are out there, there is never a break in the action. <laughs> and the labs get tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Hey, our, our number again is one eight 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 four four one nine eight seven six. We're talking a little bit about... Uh, we're talking about daycare. If your dog would be a candidate for it. And if you've experienced it, let me hear, uh, we'd like to hear from you. So, yeah, interesting. That'd be good. Everyone has a different experience with daycare. So you got a jack pack. You got a jack pack. You have, how many different groups do you put together? What we, you um, pretty much every day we have four different groups. So we always have a toy breed um, group, you know, the men pens, the shih tzus, all these, you know, the toy breeds. And then we have a mid, we have like a, we have a lot of puppies that come, and when they start to mature six months, seven months, we break them out into their own group. So it's sort of the middle age, you know, the young adult group. Okay, so here, I'm going to be devil's advocate here. I'm going to okay. throw it at you because it, the, here's the things that I've seen. So I'm, Jim McKernan is not being all positive here this morning. Okay. I have seen, and I'm not saying it occurs at your place because I know it doesn't. You do it right. But I have seen some dogs develop bad behaviors. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that I've seen a dog get is humped all the time <laughs> and humping in dogdom is not a sexual thing it's a dominance thing and it's really a form of aggression yeah i mean sarah wilson who's funny as can be said can you imagine you know somebody meeting somebody at a <laughs> you know at a cocktail party and they come up doing this to you so and, and she's right but it's a form of aggression so i think what how would your people who your employees 
they know to look for that and say, hey, that's not allowed. Right. Okay. And, you know, we work on that all day. If we And one of the problems is you almost have dogs that target, right? So they'll, one particular dog that's going to um, hump all day usually will target one dog. Um, so a lot of times, we'll, if the dog is just not playing and just humping, that's not a good day for that dog. So it comes out. It might have a timeout. And then we start to have the conversations with the owner that it's just not working out. Because that dog is not having a good day. If you split those two dogs up, would that humping dog do it again to the next run? It'll pick another target. Yep. And no. they never fought. They never change. They pick that target, and that's it. They do, stay with why it. Do you, why do you think they pick that particular no, dog? No, it's probably, you know, a more submissive dog in the pack or someone they want to challenge for, you know, higher up in the pack. I so. think it's, I, a lot of times, I think it's eye contact. I think they'll get into that group, and they'll, pervert, you know, sur- survey the entire group, and they'll look, and they'll have one dog looking them straight in the eye. Yeah. And they're going to say, oh, okay, so you, huh? You think that you're better than me? I don't think you are. Exactly. And before you know it, yeah. How about, but do terriers do that? Are you seeing terriers who are the... I mean, because a lot of times it's the labs. Yeah, terriers aren't big humpers. And they actually don't really start too many problems. They finish a lot of problems. You know, if something starts to rumble, the terrier will always be right in the mix to finish it. (laughs) We call them the closers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, This is Dr. Jim McKernan with Great Pets Radio with Ann Nichols. Our number again is 888-441-9876. And we are talking about daycare for your dog. We're going to talk when we come back from the break a little bit about about Rescue Inc. who's coming on next week. So we'll be back. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. What do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Now, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it. CBS reported on it. And now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. <gasps> on your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. My pet experts will be coming to the party to answer your pet questions, and they'll also be sharing their favorite stories and messages with us, but I'll be asking them some tough questions. We'll get their opinions on the hot-button topics like the pit bull ban, pet food, vaccines, religion, politics, and animals, cat decline, and the latest news, whatever's turning the animal world on its head, we'll be talking about at the animal party. This party's got bite. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. It's Dr. Jim with... 
Ann Nichols, and we are talking dogs, and we're going to talk a little cats, too. Um, it's funny, Ann, how you describe the Terriers as the closers. <laughs> <laughs> My mother used to say that to me. She says, don't start it, but finish it, you know, <laughs> growing up with seven brothers so and sisters. So you're a Terrier? <laughs> yeah, maybe I am. I don't know. But um, anyways, we were talking a little bit about how you do daycare and which dogs are good for daycare. And I think it's important that you do tell people, because do- I have seen dogs. And what about those dogs that get dropped off and they just kind of sit there? I mean, they're having fun, but maybe in their own way. Yep, it's, it's actually okay. You have to, I think you have to have that in the mix, right? Yeah. You, if everyone was full action all the time, you'd have problems. You have to have leaders, followers, watchers. Dogs that just are completely content sunbathing, you know, being social with the people and the other dogs, but they're just not big players. Yeah. But they still enjoy their day. They go home tired, and it's good. Um, are there breeds of dogs? Oh, well, what, what's the most common breed? Labs and Goldens. Yeah. And Absolutely. How, and, and do you get it all? Do you get greyhounds that come? We get greyhounds, yes. We get a lot of mixes. We have actually started to name our mixes. We've created some breed names. So uh, we have a lot of, you know, just that run-of-the-mill black mix that comes in. Um, we have a lot of dogs from the shelters. They, they do great. Yep. They, it's a great collection. That's cool. So, yeah. anyways, if you're thinking about doing some doggy daycare, give a K9KS a call. Their number is? 743-3647. Yeah, and, and if it's done right... And I mean, and I mean that in a very qualitative way. If it's done right, it is a great thing for your pet because you get a tired dog, you get a dog who had a lot of fun. And one of the things that Ann does is she puts them in small groups. She puts them together who she thinks will get along with each other, and they're just not throwing them out together and developing bad behaviors, which is what I've seen sometimes. Yeah. So, so hats off to you there. So, Thank what else do you do, Ann? I mean, you guys do some kind of a, uh, retail as well. Yeah, we have a great store. We sell all kinds of you know wonderful top quality dog foods and treats and toys and um, pretty much everything you need. So if you want to support your local retailer, come to Canine Chaos. We can take care of you. Um, we also have a self-service dog wash, which is really popular, especially this time of year. So just you don't have to run the hose on the dog outside. Now you bring them inside. right to Canine inside. And we have a full-service professional tub, and you rent it by the half hour. And shampoo and towels, and you leave the mess. No mess in your bathroom anymore. You just leave it. And it's fifteen dollars, and Monday through Saturday. Nice. Yeah, it's really, really popular. Hot water. Hot water for everybody. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we have the dryer. <laughs> Some kids are getting the tub <laughs> with the dog. <laughs> our, our producer Adam's looking over here like that's a lot of hot water. <laughs> so you got to run out eventually. Yeah, you don't want to pay my water bill. <laughs> um, so that's great. So you guys do uh, retail. You're doing um, uh, grooming. Yeah, we have a wonderful groomer. And, and you're also doing daycare. Mm-hmm. So you really haven't gotten into the boarding. If somebody needed you to, like, you know, board their dog for two or three, four days, that's not your thing? No. Okay. No. All right. All the dogs are gone by 6.30. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about next week. I don't know if you've seen a television show on National Geographic, or as they like to call it now, Nat Geo. But there's a, uh, there's a new show out with called Rescue Inc. And it's a show about a bunch of New Yorkers who are a gentleman that... Um, are really kind of big mm-hmm. tattoos, you know, riding the Harleys, chains, and all big, big hearts and big teddy bears. And they are going in to, if you haven't seen it, check it out on, on National Geographic Channel. But they, they are going into places where many people would not go in order to rescue dogs. If there is a neglect case, if there's an abuse case, they're going in. And I'm telling you, you should see these guys. Yeah. They're big, they're scary. Scary. With big hearts.
So next week, they're coming on our show. And uh, one of the gentlemen's name is G, who's, uh, who's coming on. And uh, I mentioned to Brian that uh, G recommends Brian's book. Uh, and if you read his bio, on, if you get online and type in Pet, uh, Rescue Inc., you'll read about G and how he enjoys Brian's book, and he recommends it to his, his people. So that's next week. So it should be a fun show. Yeah, it's going to be a good show. Yeah. It's a great show to watch, too. They really do a good job. And it's, it's you know really what? incredible. And, and it's, a no, it's a nonprofit. Yep. Which is what they do. They raise a lot of money for rewards, and especially in abuse cases, to find, you know, the abusers. They, they actually get the reward money, and, and they can go to places where maybe the police can't go in the beginning, and then they get everything coordinated with the police at the end. I don't know, It's Ann. really great. It, it, listen, if one of those guys came walking up to my, <laughs> up my brick patio, walk, and said, I want your dog... <laughs> Take them, <laughs> take them all. <laughs> <laughs> they are, but to but to read about them, to see them on TV, they're really they're they're a bunch of nice guys. So it's anyways, it's good theater, I guess is what we can call it. You yeah, know? it's great. One of the things that is has been on my mind quite a bit is been um, we are seeing older and older and older dogs, and you know, with my particular practice now on its ninth year. I've seen, I'm getting dogs who started off at three or four who are now approaching 12, 13. And we're seeing some dogs 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Do you get those dogs? at? Uh, we do occasionally, yeah. yeah. Right now we have probably five dogs that are over 12 right now. So th- a lot of people ask me the same question. What, you know... <laughs> You know, it, should I be doing anything different for them? What do I do? Because, I mean, do you just give them the same food? Do you increase exercise? So I want to talk a little bit about that, and a little bit about some of the things you can do to help your aging pet. In my opinion, I, I mean, I, I, I have an affinity towards elderly people anyways. You know, some people, and maybe I don't know where it came from, but I love taking care of old people. I love talking to old people. Because, yeah. because if you can get in there and you can share some information... Uh, with you it's really it's phenomenal and i love older dogs i just and i just find them really kind of cool and a lot of times i find that people it's kind of like having a car where you didn't do a whole lot for it for years you didn't change the oil every three thousand but but by the time you got that hundred and fifty thousand you know odometer reading you're like you know what i want to do whatever i can so a lot of times people with older pets when they know the time is coming near, they really step up for their older dogs. Yeah. And they step up knowing that, what, I mean, we only have maybe six months to a year. I mean, some people will do surgeries at, you know, knee surgeries on 13-year-old dogs. Wow. Yeah. But here, but the difference between, you know, like an ACL injury or that people call it the Tom Brady disease. I mean, one would say, that's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, it does. Because, you know, w- with the Tom Brady injury professional athletes are out for a year with dogs literally at, at after eight weeks you're you're out you're off leash and they're going again yeah so it, it is interesting how people give back a little bit at yeah. that age oh yeah yeah you know? um, one of the reasons why we start to see the seniors i mean dogs actually sign up for daycare at 12 13 years old because you know it gets to that time when they can't be left alone for as long as they used to be left alone when they were young adults yeah um so you know we're able to care for them and i love the senior dogs we some, have a wonderful senior group sometimes you'll it, it can really work a bit on your end you it, know we're because yeah. we're, a lot of people will say well and i like this idea because if you bring that second dog into the house a lot of times they'll learn from the other dog 
So the other, so the older dog who's been there a while says, "Oh, this is where I go pee," and the other dog's like, "Oh, okay, so we go over here." Right. And the older dog will sit down before it eats, waiting for you to say, "Okay, go ahead and take it." And the little one says, "Oh, I'm supposed to just wait for that." <laughs> so there is a bit of self instruction by the other dog. Definitely. Yeah, and yeah. then sometimes the older dog can light up. Absolutely, more playful. You know, younger, right? Younger at heart when they have the young puppy. But operative word is sometimes, because sometimes you're not going to get that, right? Right. Yeah. And then that's the difficult part, is when do you introduce the pet, at what age, what breed, do you do a male, do you do a female? And it, it really depends. But we have Lee from Durham on the line. Lee, go ahead. Hi. Good morning. Uh, uh, I bring Ashley to the um, Canine Chaos, oh. my older dog, and it's right on what you people are saying. I find she, I, she needs to get out more often now. She's an older pet, and I just don't feel comfortable leaving her alone as long as I used to. How old is how, how old is Ashley? She's 12. And what kind of dog is she? A lab, and she loves it at Canine Chaos. She comes out happy and safe and, and tired. She's very young at heart. <laughs> uh, I know. She has a different personality than at home, so I'm glad she does have fun. But we can't take her hiking anymore, you know, now. So there's different issues like that, which to me is a perfect uh, opportunity for uh, the daycare for older pets. I mean, we don't go that often, but when we need to, well, I'm so happy to have the place. And how many days a week do you bring her, Lee? Oh, it's not a days a week. It's just an occasional. Okay. Occasional when we have things that we feel we're going to be gone too long and she can't go. And uh, we just uh, call up and she's been able to accommodate us. So, so you would say that uh, doggy daycare has been a good thing for you? Oh, it's been, it's been a godsend. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. Well, that's... I mean, I couldn't take her to my mother's funeral. It was pouring rain. Oh, that's... I couldn't keep loading her in and out of the car in the mud. That was the first time I used it. Yep. And it was just absolutely... Uh, I couldn't have gone... Anyway, it was great, and we've been using it ever since. We uh, love having her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Then, well, Lee, thanks for the call. All right, bye-bye. You know, when she first said uh, she needs to get out, I thought she was talking about you, Ann. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to get out more. <laughs> you, you, you know what's funny, though? Is that the more you do this and the more you start meeting people, um, like, I, I would know Ashley before I would know. I would know Lee by face, but I know I'll, I'll, I'll drive around and I will see this dog and say, oh, you know, there's Fred or there's, there's Cricket. And, you, know, you know the names of the dogs and less so the people. Yeah. Or, you know, you're in the grocery store and you're like, oh, there's Joe's mom, there's Bella's right. mom. Right. <laughs> no. My poor husband is like, just scratches his head, you know. So one of the things that you can do at home if your dog is dying to age, and the first question is, what is aging? I mean, aging can be, the, they'll define it anything over eight years of age, we begin to use geriatric. I kind of have a hard time with that, but it is what they talk about. So when we come back, I'm going to give some advice to you about things you can do to be proactive for your, el for your aging pet. This is Dr. Jim McKernan on Great Pets Radio. We'll be back after this break. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, 
candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it bad. Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKiernan. We are live. We are in Dover, New Hampshire, and our phone number is one eight 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 four four one nine eight seven six. We are with Ann Nichols from Canine Chaos. It's one of our one of my favorite people in the dog business. Um, obviously, we we got a nice call there, <laughs> say agreeing with everything we've talked about, which is nice. And thank you, Lee, for the call. Actually, Lee, if you're listening, go pick up your lunch. Uh, come by the station and get your lunch at the uh, the Weather Vane in um, in Dover. But anyways, Ian, we were talking a little bit about uh, as dogs age, and I want to give some people some advice of things they can do differently. So I guess the first thing we talked about was uh, what age, and we often talked eight is the is the the cutoff, but it, it all depends on the breed, because an eight year old Newfoundland dog, Newfie, is a whole lot different than an eight year old West Highland White Terrier. Right. So first of all, the little dogs live longer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and. You know, Newfie's actually are one of the breeds that they're, they're now breeding or, or selecting more for longevity. Yeah. So they are living longer. Yep. And I, by the way, I really like that breed. They're so laid back. I, I had a dream once that I had one, and he was, uh, but I never owned one, but I, I just, I like him. So anyways, when you get to the age of eight-ish, you should, or, or sooner if you have one of what we call the giant breeds, you should start thinking about what, what can I do differently. And the first thing that I talk about, everybody asks me about is diet. Mm. And I just don't see, I, I, my feeling on that is that if you have a food that is working well for your pet, then just stick with it. Yeah. I don't see the big return for some of these, um, these uh, uh, you know, senior diets. Right. I don't want to say it's a marketing thing. There may be, so, there's, but there's different research. Some research people are saying more protein in the diet required. Other very reputable companies are saying less protein required in the diet. And it's just, I don't think they know exactly. I don't think they know. So, so just stick with the diet you're on. The other thing um, is... Um, you off is is the use of um, glucosamine. Now, glucosamine, and I'll, I'll try to give the abridged version, but it's an over-the-counter product, not FDA regulated, and it's the building blocks of cartilage. So it, we started giving it to horses as an injection more than 12, 15 years ago, and in the joints, and then in the muscle, and then the horses were running better, feeling better, and now it's then they came up with an oral form in dogs, and at the time, many people felt it was quackery, and now we know it's not. Right. I mean, the whole 
concept started with like from my understanding was like you know fresh you know uh, uh, fish carcasses or whatever from of, of Cuba I mean really fresh that help these dogs do better I'm a big proponent of glucosamine however some of the research I have done has said that 60% of the over-the-counter glucosamine that you buy and I'm not gonna name stores but any store will carry it doesn't have what the recommended dose is right what they say it is yeah so I really feel strongly about buyer beware on that because people come in and I'll say, have you thought about glucosamine? And you know what they say? Oh, it's already on. It didn't work. Right. Well, we'll try a different one. The other thing, too, is that you notice a lot of the senior blend foods now, they're adding the glucosamine in as an ingredient. It's also not the daily recommended amount. There so is, you're, people you, are, you got it. That's where I was going with this. Yeah. And, and that is that you're going to find in the diet, some people say we're already getting it because it's, it comes with the food. Right. It comes with such a small amount in the food that there's no therapeutic value. So yeah. don't, let that, don't let that guide you into one diet or another diet. But it is a good thing. So if you've got a dog seven or eight, start them on glucosamine. It's, it's, you know, it's a great thing. Does it work? I think it works in some dogs. Does it prevent arthritis? No, it yeah. doesn't. Does it, help, uh, does it help dogs with arthritis get, get around better? And a lot of them, yes, but not always. So it's a mixed bag. The other thing, too, though, is glucosamine is not going to help in a severely obese dog that's having joint issues. No. It's not going to erase all that. It's going to help. The, but there was a, you know, the, the original product that came out was Cosequin, and that was the one that was done. Because the research from this, this was all done by a company called Nutramax, and, uh, and Cosequin was the first one, and it's in horses. They're actually stealing it from each other at horse shows because it's <laughs> pure. Seriously. So the, what we used now, there's a new form called Dasequin. And that's the, it's the less expensive. It's got avocado. Um, but I'm telling you, Anne, that's the one. That's the one when people switch over to it, they are seeing a difference. Oh, good. So the one I like is called Dasequin. So that's another thing you can do for your aging pet is start them on glucosamine, especially the older, I mean, the, um, the larger dogs. You know, this isn't so much for the younger ones. Cats, glucosamine, they make now for cats. Oh, wow. So if you have that cat, I had one this week. The owner said, she just doesn't want to jump up anymore um, because you can't give a cat routine aspirin every day or Tylenol. It will kill the cat, unfortunately. So, but we can use glucosamine in a cat. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and it comes tuna no flavored. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. So that's another thing you can do. Um, the other thing that you can do as well is, is uh, run a, a general blood screen. And people often say, well, you know, do I really need it? No, you don't. But I'll tell you what, um, they don't live long enough. And so there are times when we will pick it up early, and, it's, and when we nail it early, it's nice. You start to find, like, the liver, kidney things that might be... Sure, little, yeah. exactly. All of a sudden, the liver number's going up, and we say, okay, what's going on? Come on back in four weeks, I'm going to repeat that test, or, or, or we're going to go right in and try to figure out what's going on. But you, are, you can catch it early. Yeah. So doing what we call a senior profile is a great idea with your pet. And quite frankly, Ann... I mean, a lot of us who go to our own personal physicians once a year, what do we do? Right? They yeah. ask you to donate okay. a little bit of urine and, and to draw some blood out of you, so it's no different. And the fact that these guys only live for 10 to 15 years, I'm a huge fan of this blood work once a year. Or more, if it's an older dog or if there's issues. So that's another thing you can do. And you don't need to wait till the annual exam. Just have it done, because if you catch it early, it's wonderful. The next thing. This is a plug for Dr. Garrett over at the emergency clinic. She's doing something out now called wellness ultrasounds. Love it. Wow. Love it. You know, I, I don't know what exactly what her fee is. It's, it's, I know it's under $300. But in general, what it is is they will put the probe on the belly, 
and they will look to see if there's any abnormalities. So there are some people who don't have children, and their pets are their kids, and they want to nail it. Yeah. They say, my God, if this is a great idea. And when you get an experienced ultrasonographer like Dr. Garrett is, she'll pick something up, and I'm not saying you want that, but if she does, bingo, you know, before something else happens. Yeah. Now, you recommend that in dogs over eight, you're saying? Yes. I recommend it in general if you love your dog. I mean, if you're one of those kind of people that says, I don't want this dog going anywhere. I want to keep this dog as long as I can. Then that ultrasound once a year is another thing that you can do to give you, you know, peace of mind that everything's do- going okay. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, cats, let's face it, cats fool us. Cats get in trouble and what do they do? They just hang out. You don't know. They're they, stoic, right? They're stoic. Yeah. They may, they'll, they'll hide in a closet or under the bed. Oh, they drink too much water. But dogs are very demonstrative. But there can be stuff going on in the inside that you're just not picking up, and the ultrasound will get that. So that's another thing I like. The next one that I really like, and this is where you come in, is exercise. And I cannot tell you the number of dogs that need to get put on some type of pain med as they age. I usually like to start them on, like, the glucosamine because it's really... You know, we had a dog who ate the entire jar of the glucosamine. Oh, is that safe? Yeah. It, oh, it, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it's really contraindicated because what you're, it's classified as a food. You're giving the body what it already has, okay. right? Okay. But, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we love labs. <laughs> Plastic and all? But, but sometimes over time, the glucosamine, you need to bump it up a little bit. And we now have what's called COX-2 inhibitor uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, in other words, doggy aspirin, as people like to call it, that can keep these dogs running. And if, and if your dog is 14 or 15 and you haven't tried it, I, I'm a big fan of it, Ann. I'd, I'm, I'm kind of leery on starting them really young, 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 unless I have to. That's why I like the glucosamine. Yeah. Personally, with my own dog, I waited too long. I wish I had done it sooner. So you're talking like Rimadel, Duramax, that type of stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Something that you can safely give a dog, mm-hmm. for the most part. You've got to do a blood screen beforehand and periodically to make sure you're not in trouble. But you get runners. You get runners. They're yeah. like, oh my God, he's back. And the nice thing you can do is you can, uh, you can try it as a trial. So a lot of times what I'll do with people, I'll say, try it for a week or two. And if you see a difference in your dog, and <clears> then <throat> keep going. What's the difference? My big difference is they get up from that sitting position so much faster. Yeah. So they'll be sitting down and all of a sudden they get up and it's like, wow, did you see how fast he got up? <laughs> and then before you know it, the dog has more energy and is feeling good. So I'm a big fan of that. And that's not cost prohibitive either. No, no. Usually people can, can find somewhere in their budget that they can help the dog with that. Yep. So uh, the, the last thing I want to mention, and this is a plug for a lady who started a business in the Seacoast called... Uh, um, the what's a, it's a physical therapy place called the Tales of Rye. Oh yeah, Demetra. Demetra yep. TalesofRye.com, where she does physical therapy for dogs, and it's not just for post-operative physical therapy, but it's dogs in general, older dogs. When we come back. I'll tell a quick story about her, which I really love. This is Dr. Jim McKernan. You're listening to Great Pets Radio, and we're going to be back after this break. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home 
with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Great Pets Radio. This is Dr. Jim McKernan with Ann Nichols from Canine Chaos in Newington, New Hampshire. Hey, FYI, the who. Mm, nice. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> My, um, FYI, for those folks listening, uh, and, and a lot of people know this already, chocolate is a toxin for dogs. And yes, you do need a fair amount for them. Baking chocolate is worse than the regular chocolate you're going to get in a Hershey bar, but it is a bad thing for dogs to eat. Most of the time when we do see it, it's a lot of vomiting and diarrhea, but at high enough doses, you will see the heart rate can go get really cranking up and they get restless and everything else. So okay. be careful. Hide those. Hide that candy from your dog, okay? Yeah, on top of the refrigerator or in the microwave. <laughs> hey, every, every week we have on Karen Fogarty from the Cochico Valley Humane Society who comes on and she tells us about a pet that she has there who's tickled her fancy. Karen, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm well, thanks for calling. No problem. Um, I wanted to call in about Cooper that Wait, we have here today. A quick question for you. Oh, sure. The pug from last week. Got adopted. Yay! Yeah, Thank right. you, whoever adopted the pug. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Cooper. Um, Cooper is a pointer lab mix, about two years old. Um, he was brought in for um, the unfortunate thing that happened at foreclosure, um, and he's been here a little while. Good with kids, cats, and dogs. So it's a two-year-old... Um, pointer lab. Pointer lab mix. Mm -hmm. And what do you like about him? He's just kind of a go-with-the-flow kind of dog. He can do... Anything you want, and then more. He just likes to play and be around people, and he's just happy. How about other dogs? Great with him. He's a winner. Yep. So his name is Cooper? Yep. He's up there ready for adoption right now? He is, and he's also, um, there's a picture of him on our website. Terrific. And your phone number is what? 749-5322. And what are your hours today? Today we're here till 4. Till 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So people have four hours to get up there. That's I, great. I love it. We, you know, we, we talk during the week uh, once in a while, Karen, and I... I, I love it, and I love nothing more when you tell me that the same day we talked about a pet, somebody came in and grabbed him. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I mean, look, you're, 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 you know, you're cherry-picking them. You're picking the nice one. <laughs> but so what? They all need homes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, how about a number of cats? Are there, do you have any cats that need homes? Um, we do have several. We have about 30 kittens available for adoption today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, lots of different kinds. Oh, boy. Uh, and lots of cats, too, but they're, you know, they're going home, which is good, so. And a lot of kittens. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. You know how many calls we get? Any kittens? Anybody have any kittens? Oh, we have tons. Hey, will you ever um, adopt out two at a time? We do, yep. So, because yep. it's really special to have litter mates go to a home together. Mm -hmm. They just get along for life, you know? Well, and they just seem to do better. In All general, right. So we do. So Karen Fogarty from the Cachico Valley Humane Society, we thank you. Thank you. Let's get somebody up there to look, take a look at Cooper today. Fantastic. All right. Talk to you next week. All right. Bye. You know, she called in last week with this pug, and uh, I don't know, Ann. I just that's one of my breeds. You talk about jackpacks. You know, I just love pugs. I, I just, love pugs. I, I think they're so much fun. 
All, I wish I could talk to them. They're crazy. They're always they're so th funny. They always they're always so funny. They always look like they just want to like like pull a prank joke on you or you know. I'm a huge so they, there was a pug up there last week and we don't see many of them um, up there. So yeah, I'm surprised that I know. Return. Yeah, so so the pug went. So anyways, the name is Cooper up there. Go ahead, grab that dog. Somebody sounds like a winner. So, anyways, uh, we were we're going to wrap up the show with a little bit about uh, uh, Ann had mentioned off air. One of the things that she sees a lot with some of the older dogs in her place is obesity, and that you know what? That's a great point, Ann. And a lot of times, by just losing the weight, number one, we can give less medicine, so yes. it's less money you spend, and number two, it's amazing how they they move around quicker. They come alive. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, the term obesity, and boy, that's a show for a whole nother, you know, day, but, you know, is 25% over their ideal weight. The biggest thing to do is just be careful the amount you feed. You know, a lot of times we use, eight, I ask people how many cups do they give? Oh, it's only one or two, and then they'll say it's a cup the size of a jug. Just be, just use those eight ounce cups and, and cut them back because a dog that is fit is more active and is happier. Happier. Live longer. Well, we want to thank Ann Nichols from Canine Chaos for again coming in and uh, helping us out. Thank you. Thanks good, for having good me. Good luck in your endeavors, and uh, thank you for Lee for calling in. And Lee, don't forget to pick up your gift certificate for lunch. We'll be back next week. T this week, tune into Rescue Inc. on National Geographic Channel and check it out because they're going to be coming on our show, Great Pets Radio, next week. So from all of us from Great Pets, this is Dr. Jim McKiernan. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next week. been listening to the great pets radio show join brian and dr jim next sunday for more informative pet talk let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com